Burrow sets up, fires to the end zone. Edwards Elair touchdown. Drinking every night because we drink to my accomplishments. Faded way too long, I'm floating in and out of consciousness. And they saying I'm back, I'd agree with that. I just take my time with all this shit, I still believe in that. I had someone tell me I fell off, ooh, I needed that. And they want to see me pick back up, well, where'd I leave it at? I know I exaggerate. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Draft Daily. Apologize for the brief hiatus. I think you guys all understand that life is a little crazy right now. But bringing on one of my favorite guys in the industry... Derek Brown. Derek, how are we doing today? <laughs> Elliot, I'm living quarantine life. How are you doing, buddy? I, you, me, the rest of America, hopefully, if you're listening to this podcast and you're hanging out at the beach in Florida, please don't do that. But everyone else, you know, enjoy the Clyde Edwards-Alaire running back out of LSU podcast, one of my favorite prospects in the entire draft. Uh, Derek, let's kind of jump right in. What are some of the strengths you like about his game? I, I love him at, like from a build perspective. I think he people talk about he's short and squatty and stuff, but as far as like what type of player he is, I his ladder agility is second to none. I love his burst. I mean, you look at him and I don't think that he gets talked about enough. I think that he is a awesome in between the tackles runner. I mean, you look at last year, sixty three percent of his rushing yards came in the A and B gaps. And he never ran for lower than any of those gaps, like lower than 6.5 yards per carry. So I think his ability as an interior runner and showing off that burst between the tackles is absolutely fantastic. And I love him for the, his transition to the NFL because I'm not worried about the long speed, but I think that he is going to just rattle off 10 to 15 yard chunk plays like, like it's nobody's business. Yeah, I mean, 36% of his runs went for first downs or touchdowns. We're looking at a guy last year that had 215 rushing attempts, finishing with 1,414 yards and 17 touchdowns. That's 6.6 yards per carries. Had 55 catches for 453 yards. Now, I've talked a lot about this, but one of the things that matters most to me about running backs in 2020 is not the between-the-tackles ability, but his receiving ability. And, you know, you can split them out wide. You can put them in the slot. You watch the national championship game. Clemson put Isaiah Simmons on him. That's not a guy that they're going to waste. That tells you how good of a receiver Clyde Edwards-Alaire is. You know, got a lot of Brian Westbrook to his game. We'll, we'll save the player comps later. But, you know, what he can do as a receiver is absolutely phenomenal. His angle routes, his ability to catch the football. Yes, he has a limited catch radius because he's five foot seven, But his ability to get open um, and make plays once he gets the football in his hands, I think it's phenomenal. His vision, his ability to press the hole, his ability to gain leverage on linebackers deciding which gaps they want to take, and then he goes the other direction. His contact balance. I mean, there's a lot of things I'm talking about here, but it's because he's really good at a lot of things. I, I don't disagree with any of that, and I love how you brought up his pass game usage because everybody will look at the volume stats and talk about he's only one of two running backs that had 50 more receptions, but context and as far as like usage and running backs usage in college needs to be given to that but as far as his ability I, I i keep hearing and we talk we'll get to the comps later i keep hearing uh one running back in, mentioned in the same breath as him a lot of different times and i think that he has way better hands than a lot of the guys that we're talking about as comps for him it, the only guy that I think that has been thrown out there as far as name-wise that you put him on the same par as far as just a natural catcher of the ball, I think that he's good as far as route running. You're talking about angles. I saw a lot of slants. I saw some curls. I saw this as a guy that could be used with a smart head coach as a great chess piece. And I, I think that if you're looking just from a comps perspective, like Ray Rice and him, natural hands, 
very, very similar. But as far as like people talk about Freeman, I think he's a better catch of the football. Easily, easily, easily. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's uh, his. I think he's got a lot of the the little guys game with, with who have power and are good receivers. I think one thing that I love about Edwards Lair is the effort too. The number of time. One thing I like to do when I watch film is I pause the film the second there's first contact and then see where he ends up. And the number of times where he's dragging a defender, it could be a linebacker. Obviously, safeties and corners are a little bit less impressive. But And he goes five extra yards, and he just keeps driving, keeps pushing. I mean, that's how they, they clinched the Alabama game was he just moved that pile. But he does not go down easily. He keeps his legs driving, and he just continues to move that pile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Um, I'll pause. Uh, I froze for a second. Um, yeah, I'll pick up right after this if you're editing this. Um yeah, I, I don't disagree. I, th- I love his toughness and, and how he runs. But I think there's also a certain uh, ability that he has as far as, like, you don't see him just absolutely decimated or blown up on a lot of different the ends of plays. Now, whether his short area quickness and his lateral agility help him in that aspect where when he's taken down or he's hit, you don't see him as a guy, considering his size, I think it is something that needs to be brought up here as a guy that's just getting absolutely just knocked off the ball and blown up at the end of plays. I I think that he's a guy that, considering his size, also with his agility, that I like the fact of how he finishes runs, but he's not taking these massive, monstrous hits at the ends of them either. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, though, no no prospect's perfect, right? And he's definitely got a couple areas in his game where he can work on. What are some of your biggest concerns with him? For me, I think that he's a little more unproven as far as pass protection. It's not the size that worries me. It's the fact of what he was asked to do at LSU. He was asked to chip more than he was to asked to actually pass protect, or he's running routes a whole lot. Now, does that matter as far as what I think his productivity on the field can be? Uh, no, but does that matter as far as like fit an NFL team and what they ask him to do? Because in some of these teams that I'm looking at and I like him to go to, if he lands with a coach that where he has a problem with pass protection or we're talking about him being, a, I, I think he's a little bit more untested than some other prospects in that area. Can it be a concern? Sure. The other thing about it is this is a guy that we saw blow up for a year. So, I mean, if you looked at where we were last year's class, you're talking about projecting for the next year's class. Is Edward Solaire a guy that was even on the radar? No, I mean, not necessarily. And, Considering his build, I think it could be looked at as a, as a positive or a negative, considering the length of his workload and what he's done so far. I don't look at it as so much of a negative as it can be a positive transitioning, but I get the concern on some levels. Yeah, I mean, listen, the, the pass blocking needs to improve. It's For me, it matters more because coaches care about it, but I feel mm. like guys who are good pass catchers can get away with it more uh, for, for being a little bit more susceptible in the pass blocking game. Obviously, listen, we've talked a lot about his short area quickness. He doesn't have long speed. He ran a four six. Like he's not slow, but his home run threat isn't really there. You'll see it in his tape too. He gets caught. He looks like a four five five, four six kind of guy on tape. And listen, the one year production, everyone did that at LSU, it feels like, right? I mean, Joe Burrow came in and no one knew about Joe Burrow. Now he had the greatest season in college football history, arguably. Like, the entire LSU team just kind of clicked and took off. And he ju- and the other nice thing about Clyde Edwards-Alaire is he just turned 21. So he's still young, so I'm not really going to hold the one season against him. Uh, you know, the running backs who come out early, 
and and have an early declare tend to do a little bit better as well. So I'm really excited about him. I his concerns I think are are things that are limit maybe his ceiling a little bit, but I'd be I'd be shocked if he's not a very good pro. We talked a little bit earlier about player comps. Who does he remind you most of? I, I see a lot in the in the Twitter streets of Devontae Freeman and other players of the same size, and I think it's a lot of just because okay they're short and who's short and productive. I I think if you were to marry Freeman, if Freeman and Giovanni Bernard had a baby, I think it'd be Clyde. Uh, I like the fa- I think Gio was a better pass catcher, and I think he was a better he was more explosive than Freeman was. Now. Um, I think that's about as close as I can get. I don't think any comp is perfect. I think if uh, if we're looking, we're talking about other short guys, and we're trying to figure out and like connect the dots here. I think that if Devin Singletary had actual like more physical ability outside of just insane vision, uh, I think that he, I mean a souped up Devin Singletary would be a great uh, a great uh, as far as a great comp for him. Yeah. No. I, I listen. I think. We, you're looking at one of those shorter guys that are really talented in the pass catching game, that have a lot of ability, a lot of uh, lateral quickness, short area quickness, ability to make guys miss, keep their legs moving. That's the kind of guy you're looking at. I really like him, his receiving ability to Brian Westbrook. Westbrook, I think we forget just how good he was in the pass catching game. I mean, we're looking at seasons of 73, 61, 77, 90, 54 receptions. I mean. And it leads me right into what's the perfect landing spot. If I if he reminds me of Brian Westbrook, well, let me get Brian Westbrook when Andy Reid was his coach. And now I just get him with Patrick Mahomes as the quarterback. And I would love to see him go with that end of the second round pick the Chiefs have. I think Clyde Edwards-Alaire would be perfect there. Listen, I don't think there's going to be a back that's bad in that Kansas City offense. But I just think what he brings to the passing game and how frequent they want to pass the ball, uh, he would fit in perfectly. He would look just like Brian Westbrook in an Andy Reid offense. And, you know, where, if not the Chiefs, where would you like to see him go? I, I The two teams that just jumped off the page for me, I love the KC call. That was That's my, my prime landing spot for him because you look at some of the, the other historical things with running backs and what tar- coaches target and stuff like that. For as much as I would love to end up him to end up in Tampa – Arians has never had a short, squatty type of back. Like, it's just not the type of back that he's ever targeted, used, or, or had previously. So I don't see him finding a, a spot in Tampa. It's either Casey or Atlanta for me. And I think uh, everybody's going to talk about, well, Gurley got signed. It's a one-year deal, man. I still want Edward Solaire to land there. It's a great ascending offense. You've got all the skill players. The, the offensive line was addressed last year. I think that it... it it's just a great under the the surface landing spot where he can explode next year after they let Gurley go or if Gurley get hurt gets hurt. So um, I love both of those spots for him personally. Uh, anywhere outside of KC, you'd like to see him land, Elliot? So I th- I think the other place that interests me is if Tua goes to Miami, I'd like to see him go to Miami. I think one thing that Tua does really well, and I talked about on the Tua podcast, was his ball placement and his ability to have guys make plays after catch. And you look at what he did with Najee Harris and how good Harris was after the catch and how often he set him up, um, you know, to have to, to make sure the ball placement was right. And it's on the right shoulder and it gives him the ability to run after the catch and, and throw those short underneath routes. I think that him growing with Tua would be fantastic for him as well. Yeah, I love that spot as well. It's great. I mean, especially if you're looking at year one production and there's nobody sitting in front of him. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, we're not counting Jordan Howard as someone sitting in front of him. Um, I'm sure nah. I'll get a tweet about that, but you guys can, you guys can go you know, yell at a cat about that or whatever it is. Derek, I appreciate you joining me. This is always a blast. Why don't you tell the people where they can find you? Yeah, find me on Twitter at dbro underscore ffb. Uh, you know, kind of like yourself, playing the free agency game, man. It's it's a fun time and uh, quarantine life. I, I'd say I, I was going to ask you about your quarantine beard, but you know, I already have one. I don't know how you're rocking yours right now, though. Yeah, we're um, we're in trouble with this whole. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna look like Ryan Fitzpatrick when we get out of this. I'm um, I can't look in the mirror. We're 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 getting close to taking mirrors down in the apartment pretty soon. Um, I probably should buy like clippers. I was this is not what the podcast should end with, but nonetheless, <laughs> I'm one of those guys who gets the clean shape up at the at the barber shop, and those are now shut down for the next two months. So we're uh, we're out here riding the struggle bus. But Clyde edwards alaire is gonna go to the Chiefs, and it's gonna make up for it. So Derek, I appreciate you uh, joining us, guys. If you don't follow Derek, make sure you go follow Derek at dbro underscore ffb i appreciate you guys checking out draft daily we'll be back with scott barrett doing jonathan taylor real soon thank you